Welcome to Exploring Possibility. I'm your host, Christopher Giel, and with this show, my mission is to empower you. I want to inspire those who have forgotten their true worth, their highest potential, and their ultimate capability. I'll be exploring topics that are aimed towards personal growth to help you gain insight and approach life with new perspectives. I want you to increase your impact and help you live a more fulfilling life because limited thinking equals limited being. Let the show begin. Hi there, guys, and welcome to Exploring Possibility. This is episode number 22. Uh, To all my regular listeners out there, guys, I'm so happy to have you guys here today and just listen in and learn and grow within this new episode. And then for all my new listeners, guys, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I mean, you don't want to miss out on content that might help you move your life forward and help you attain a growth and possibility mindset. Having that out of the way, we also just have a community on Facebook if you want to join that and learn more and interact more and also get in between other individuals that are like-minded, people that are moving forward, people that are wanting to grow and wanting to improve their mindset, strengthen their mindset and start to stretch their thinking. So if that's you, if you feel that you are in that group, you want to move forward in life and you want to get you know, involved with people that are like-minded like that, please don't hesitate and join that free Facebook group as we are starting to grow. Today we've got on the episode, well, let me first start with this. If you Have you ever thought of your life and then just ask yourself, listen, am I actually using the strategies that I need to take me forward? Like, am I using the modalities and philosophies that would empower me, you know, and then also empower others. Like, how are you thinking about your life? Have you, have you ever thought about that ever in your life? If you have, this episode might just resonate with you because today I've got Anna Kutsia and she is local South African NLP practitioner. So Anna is the owner of Accelerated Excellence, uh, and she's very, very passionate about helping individuals to understand themselves so that they can achieve their own personal excellence. And obviously that resonates with me because I want to empower the world and help people achieve their personal excellence. And she's basically an international neuro-linguistics trainer. So she is definitely NLP certified, someone to learn from. If you haven't heard about NLP, we're going to touch on it briefly in the short interview and she just provides support to enhance the skills, resources and creativity that her clients already have. So there's something to spot there, you know, you already have this amazing potential within you and what she does is she just brings that out of you. She enhances it, she magnifies it and so does all other coaches and trainers or attempt to and that's just absolutely beautiful. At the end of it, she just wants to help people, you know, get unblocked and uh, enable them to move forward, as do I. So, hence, I got her onto the episode or onto the show, and we started chatting. We started chatting about like, what is NLP? You know, what is what does it mean? What does that word mean? And how can we use it? We also spoke about belief systems and how it drives our entire life. And then, just during the episode, I asked her, you know, could a simple shift in how we view the world change our trajectory of our life because that's something I said in the first episode of this series of interviews of the string of interviews and I mentioned in that episode you know if you have one simple shift in your life because that's what happened to me 
if you have that one simple shift and you start to see the world differently, you can absolutely change your entire life. And I just asked that and, and uh, you know, to get an answer out of her with regards to that question. And, and the answer is quite phenomenal. So have a listen throughout the episode. While you listen, just think about what your belief systems are. How have you been conditioned, you know, from childhood until now? Who were your influences, you know, your friends in, in primary school, your parents, how were they with you? What beliefs did you take from them? And what have you been applying since then? You, you know, have you upgraded your life since high school, perhaps? Or if you are in high school, since primary school, like how have you been adapting and upgrading your life? Something she mentions in the episode, which is quite profound for me, was she asked, you know, we, we, we upgrade our phones every year or so, you know, most of us. But we don't upgrade our lives. We don't upgrade our mindsets. We don't upgrade who we are. And that just stood out for me. And, you know, that, that rings true for me because I saw, looking back to my own life, I saw that as well. And having said that, I don't want to give away too much. So please have a listen to this episode. Think about those things, those questions that I had for you. Think about your belief systems as, as you listen throughout the episode. And if you are using the modalities and philosophies that could take your life forward and empower you. Have fun. Hi there, Anime, and welcome to Exploring Possibility. I'm just super stoked and excited to chat to you today. Thank you for being here. Absolute pleasure. Nice to be here. Awesome. So uh, for our audience that is listening now today, let's just quickly jump into who Anime is and just give them like a short background. So just briefly, like, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Um, so currently I uh, have a business called Accelerated Excellence, and I focus on helping empower people and unleash their human potential. Um, and I do so through, through executive coaching, training, uh, individual and group focused. My history, my corporate life, as I call it, pre-NLP, um, was in the banking industry. So working for asset finance and those type of things. So I come from a corporate background like I think a lot of people have experience in. And then found my, my successes has always been around the love of people. So even when I achieved well there, it was because I was very passionate about people and very curious about what drives human behavior. And that's how I stumbled across the coaching and the specific modality that I use that I'm so passionate about. Super, super cool. I know that um, what I've seen in, in business myself and what I've learned is, is um, you know, the relationships and people in business is actually like where the success lies. And I've just come to see that over the years. So I think where you're going with this is going to be super exciting. And that word that you just mentioned is why I actually got you onto the podcast. It's, it's all about unleashing uh, the human potential. Uh, so that just like directly aligns with what my vision is for this show as well. And one of the things that you are really passionate about, and like you just spoke about the modalities that you use is NLP. So I want to jump onto that and just talk about a little bit, just so we like, um, demystify a little bit for those that are unsure what it means. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, because I, I mean, the all the time. Terms for the normal man. Exactly. Yeah. So like, what does it mean in simple terms? How can we use it? So just let's start with like, what is NLP by itself? So NLP stands for neuro linguistic programming. So it really means that our nervous system receives information. So think of your mind as Google. There's about 11 million bytes of information that comes through your nervous system every single second. And that thing converts into language, uh, verbal or nonverbal. And that language patterns set off certain unconscious programming or habits or beliefs that we, that we have. So NLP is a trail of techniques and modalities um, that allow us to use the way that we consume information 
and how that affects our, our behavior. So what those labels are, what things mean to us, you know, if you stub your toe on a rock, what that means to you is different to what that means to me. For someone, skydiving is exciting. For someone else, it's, it's the most terrifying thing they can ever go and do. But that, that's how we label them, and that causes us to behave a certain way. So NLP is really the study of the mind and the language of the mind. I love it. There's so much power in the mind itself. And I think we will never really understand the full depth and power of it. But um, I think NLP is a great start, right? It's a great tool that people can use. And I mean, I've come across it so many times and I've read about it, but then you, you get a lot of skeptics, uh, people that are like, whoa, don't go there. Like what is programming? You don't want to program your <laughs> mind or do you? Um, so like, I mean, yeah. people are fearful and some just are attached to their, like, if I could call it, this their specific gospel which they want to follow like what are your what do you say to those kinds of people because i mean nlp will jump into a little bit more now but i mean it's such a great tool and it's 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 empowering why wouldn't you use it so what do you say to the skeptics what do you say to the people that are fearful well well the people that have you see unfortunately the biggest emotion that drive any of those type of thoughts um is fear and the reason why nlp is is actually such a phenomenal tool is the good thing about any modality you use is you cannot control another human being. You can only influence how they respond to you. So NLP is really a process of, of using certain strategies and being flexible in your strategies to create the results you're looking for. So in other words, if I was communicating to you in a very harsh tone of voice, that is how language affects the way that you're going to respond to me. If, I'm, if I speak to you harshly, the effect of that will be that you would probably speak harshly back to me. Now, I cannot control you with my language, but I can influence your response. So NLP is not mind power or mind control or brainwashing or any of those <laughs> types. It just gives you the knowledge of really how, how to actually use it effectively and knowing the power that it has, that you can, you know, how many times have you heard people say, it's not what you said, but how you said it, because their tone of voice can have a pitch that really just, you, know, you might not have meant it that way, but it certainly sounded like you were upset. And because and, and communication and language is one of one of the biggest things about NLP. So how do the words that we use and the tone of tone of our voice that we use affect the way that people respond to us? So um, you know, it's not about um, you know controlling other people. We can't. We can only influence them. Excellent. I think that is great news for myself and for everyone listening. So you won't be brainwashed <laughs> or do you think like that? So um, definitely start thinking about how you can use NLP in your everyday life. So now regarding NLP, what is, what have you find? Cause you have a lot of coaching clients in your own business and you've had multiple breakthroughs. Like what is the, what is the major insight that you can give us from NLP and that we can sort of use in our own life to go forward? So I think the simple thing, I want to touch on a couple of things. So number one is you need to focus on what you want. The mind is like, your mind is like Google. You've got all of this information available to your nervous system every single second, but we only process 126 roundabout of that 11 million bytes that's available. So it's like your Google search box. Now, if you're going to focus on what you don't want, you're actually placing an order on what you don't want. And it sounds logically irrational. Why would I do that? Why would I want energy on what I don't want. So the first point would always be focus on what you want. The, the very next thing that's going to come up for people is like, isn't that selfish? And I, am I not going to be considered as self-righteous and um, self-centered? And then we have a fear of rejection and, and judgment and all those things that come with it. 
So, so firstly, focusing on what you want and then recognizing that when you're happy, when you're, we as human beings are in a good state, um, the way that we communicate with the rest of the world and interact with people around us is positive. It's way more effective. So how we affect them is way more positive. So if, if you are coming home at night and you've had a great day at the office and, and how did your family respond to you when you come in in a good mood? But come home and be grumpy and grouchy and growling, you know, they, they run for the hills. <laughs> so focusing on what you want allows you to create more internal happiness and joy which ultimately becomes a selfless act. So it's, it's a matter of focus on what you want and don't pay attention to fears of the conditioning of society that doesn't work for us. Right. And uh, that, like what I got from that is also the power of your mind, like the vision, you know, like the third eye and your goal setting in terms of that, like how you can put that out into the world and then start moving towards that. Like that's just something that comes to my mind. And you mentioned Google quite um, a lot during this conversation. Do you think Google emulated the brain and then created Google? <laughs> <laughs> I think they might have started off innocently in that way. I did a presentation years ago um, uh, for a group of execs and, I, and they were in the financing industry and I typed in there when um, they were a wealth management uh, company and I typed in there, I don't want debt. And all the images that came out on Google was all debt-related stuff. They've wisened up over the years and now they know that's not actually what people want. What they mm. want is financially abundant and comfortable and you know, wealthy and those type of things. So the images have changed. So it's just an algorithm. I'm just using it as an example. Yeah, 100%. And then I also find that you are very fascinated by um, the words. And this is according to your, your LinkedIn page that I could find. It says the most important thing you need to remember is that your words don't describe the world that we live in or that you live in but it actually determines the world that you live in. So is that like the language part of NLP? You know, because we've like just briefly touched on the mind and the neuro part, but like the language part, is that what you mean? Like the way we speak, the way you like, in a way, your reputation, how you handle yourself, is that like part of the language part or how would you see that? Like what does it quite mean to you? So words, when, you, when you're saying to someone, yes, I'm having an okay day, your mind hears okay, my day is just okay. If you are saying, I'm having a fantastic day, your mind goes, okay, well, it needs to be fantastic then. And also that language affects how you feel internally. So if you wake up and you speak to yourself in a positive way and you use positive language, your internal state is going to be way more positive and then your behavior will automatically be in alignment with what's easy. But if you keep on saying life is hard, that word hard is then the instruction that you're giving your mind. For another example, when you when you look at kids and you and you say to them, "Don't run, you're going to spill." What do they do? They run and spill because the yeah. the, the mind actually is the crux of the sentence is run and spill. The don't the negations the negatives are being deleted. They don't get processed directly. So the words are very very important to focus towards what you want because that's going to be the instruction that you give your unconscious mind. So you want to make sure that your language is as clean as possible. And people keep on saying. I'm so busy, I don't have time for anything. They will create a life of busy. And then they look at the life and they'll tell you, look at my calendar, look at my diary. It's so full, it's so busy. Well, well you did create it that way, so of course the result will be there. If you choose to change your language, you could, you could describe it in a different way and in a more empowering way. You know, so if, if we, for example, say that someone has done something to you, your mind feels like it's disempowered and in a victim space. I can't do anything. They've done it to me. But if you say, 
I've put myself in a position where I've exposed myself to that type of behavior. I might not like it, but if I'm in an empowering position, I can change it. So the way that I describe that with my words and use my language will determine the way that I create going forward. Okay, so like there's a word that stood out in there. Um, and for me, that word is responsibility. It's we, we take responsibility of how we think. We take responsibility in how we act. And that, and that way we can empower ourselves and start moving forward. And another thing that, that comes up is perception. And it's also how we perceive a situation. And then I think how you would call it is how we add meaning to it, right? Now, Let's let's jump onto what you just spoke about. It seems like you just explained like what a belief system is, but for some, they won't even know what that is. They are like moving <laughs> through the world, you know, in, unconscious in a way, just moving forward, thinking yes. life comes at you, and you just got to dodge it and and play with it. But I do believe that we have this thing called the belief system that is driving us. And so, would you just like briefly explain like what, how you see a belief system, like what it means to you, and then how exactly that is driving your, your, your entire life. Okay, perfect. Yeah, beliefs are very, very important. They're one of, the, one of the sets of filters that we process that information with. So values and beliefs are focused. There's a whole lot of unconscious filters, deeply content-free filters that affect our, our results. So beliefs is, in our beginning, it's called conditioning. You know, so as a child, when you are brought up in a certain environment, you are, that's how I'm learning um, about life. This is what walking looks like, you know, so as kids, you observe adults walking around you and you know that you're going to walk one day. You don't know how you're learning by observing, mm. but you're just going to do that. So we don't see kids crawling into the corner saying, this is too hard. You know, I can't do this and, and then crawl for the rest of their life. Well, adults seem to walk. So we have that belief when we're kids that we can do these things. It's just when we get older and, and we start paying attention to other people's opinions, and perceptions or their beliefs projecting, saying, no, you can't do that. And then you choose to agree with that. And then it becomes your truth as well. And then that belief will be something that proves it right all the time. So if you say, oh, I can't do this, I'm not good enough, um, which, uh, which is what I lovingly refer to as the universal wound, this I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. So if I keep on saying, well, I just can't do it, I'm not good enough. And then I'll keep on producing specific behaviors that match that myself right and that's the power of that belief now if you can turn those beliefs into something that's more supporting um and like was there ever a time where you did achieve something and if you recall that time well in that in, in that moment how did it make you feel when you completely associate with that memory and you and you step into that space you you'll find yourself being motivated quite easily that you would like oh well, i can do this actually because there's a different belief running in that memory, there's a belief that supports that result. So the beliefs are hugely influential in terms of what we produce as outcomes. Whether, like Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. It just depends which direction you want to go into. I just absolutely love that you brought up that quote because that's like my ultimate favorite quote ever. I think I've even think I've got it on my LinkedIn page. We can go have a look after this. <laughs> I just love that quote because once again, it puts so much power back into our hands, you know, and it empowers us at that moment, at that point in time. And um, another thing I can take from what you just said is the way we can, in a, in a way you can celebrate your small wins. So even looking back into your, your history, you can go and just find those things that sort of sparked and worked and, um, empowered you and took you forward and like build on that to start, you know, moving away these and breaking these limiting beliefs. And I just find that really, really, really empowering. 
So you, to me, you seem like a very vision driven and like purpose driven individual. And I'm, I'm sure you would agree with that. Now your vision from what I could find is that you want to heal and you want to empower the world. Right. And that's correct. Yeah. So like my, just my question on top of that is where does that come from? Because I know that you, you, you also say that we, we find our values and like the visions and stuff from our, um, from our pain or, you know, pain from the past or our void or things like that. So does that stem from the idea that people are broken or where does that stem from that, that vision of yours? No, not that people, people aren't broken. We, we have conditioning. This is where beliefs and values comes from. You know, in your first seven years of your life, we imprint by watching the world and the next seven years of our life, we are modeling behavior. So it's more like a copycat space. Mm. Uh, Ten-year-olds, when you say stop it, and they go stop that. You know, they copy everything you say. And then you go into a socialization phase. So we are building on our belief system all the time. And when we have discomfort or uncomfortable situations, your mind either works towards pleasure or it works and avoids pain. Now, we get so stuck on those pain moments or those discomfort spaces that we don't recognize the gift that comes with that. So I like saying the voids in our lives create our value. Now, people are not broken. They just don't necessarily have the resources yet to achieve what it is that they're looking for. Now, my history, um, why I want to heal the world? Now, as a child, I went through my own challenges, and, um, and I believe that the system is outdated and that we need to, like we just upgrade our phones every year or two years, why not upgrade ourselves as science evolves and as this information comes to us more freely? And as the... As the internet and, and, and artificial intelligence and all these things that are around us is running away with us and we need to keep up. So we need to upgrade our belief systems. And those values of healing the world really just means that I want to help people upgrade and, and disconnect from beliefs that no longer serve them. Maybe that belief served them really, really well when they were young because that was the right belief for the right environment. But now we are adults and we no longer live in that environment. And, and so my belief system is outdated really um, helping people to just clean up and upgrade and so that I can empower them to show them just in my small way, you know, you don't need to know how to build a car from scratch to be able to drive. If we can show you just the basics of how to drive a car, then you can drive it to where you want to go and you become more independent and more empowered. And so really that's what I mean by healing the world. People are not broken. They just need the resources installed. I love that. Uh, I love that. I love that. That's also why I'm like enthralled with personal growth because as soon as I hit that, I was able to, in how you would explain it, like upgrade your life. I was able to look at my, my beliefs and my values and say, wow, like that is who I was 10 years ago or five years ago, whatever. And then I was able to build upon that and see like, that's also what we just said, like in terms of the vision and goal setting, like I was able to see another, another world for myself and like, who I wanted to be in the next 10 years. And I was able to upgrade myself in terms of my thoughts, my behaviors, my actions, and create a reality which I was more like um, happy and content with. Um, and I was yes. able to also learn from my past. That was a biggie for me is, is wanting to, or in, when looking back, I was able to say like, this is what I can see. This is how I was shaped, like you just mentioned in those first seven years and then from seven to 14. I just find it so valuable, all this information that, we, that we're tapping on today. and. There's one more quote that I actually got from one of your pages, uh, but you recently, I think, just shared it from, from someone. But it says that um, it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. So, like, I would just say, like, what do we take away from that quote? Like, it really just magnifies, once again, the power of 
our thoughts and the power of who we see that who we are, like our perception of who we are. And I think it brings us to the word perception, but I just want to like get your, 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 like your view on that. What is your perspective on that quote? I'm thinking behind that post. Well, mm. When you when you when you think of your we refer to it in NLP as your model of the world. So you've got access to all of your history, all of your experiences, all of your mistakes, all of your good stuff and not so great stuff. But when you meet someone else now, new, fresh, you've, it's the first time you're being introduced, and they go, "Wow, you carry yourself in such and such way, and you must be so successful, or whatever it might be, or you you must be obviously very happy in your life." <laughs> You think, well, how did they get there? You know, where did they get that information from? And, and you don't see yourself in that light because you've got access to all the stuff, you know, in the in the past that's not so great that you're holding on to still. So that influences your perception. So upgrading your belief system is really that that person comes in and recognizes who we are now. All of those challenges that we experienced in our past has actually molded us and we have unconsciously and changed and modified our behavior as a result, positively or negatively, but we don't recognize it. You know, sometimes we think I'm not good enough at doing that thing. You know, if, if you're a good visionary, then we'll get so stuck on the fact that I might not notice all the details that I don't actually recognize the gift in having a vision. And people will come to you and tell you all the time as an observation from the outside to say, you have such an eye for the future and you can see these big pictures and, and you just feel inadequate because you can't see details. Instead of owning the areas of where you have developed that skill, because it's part of what's going to make you successful. Instead of you know they use the word SWOT analysis in businesses. I personally don't like that 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 word weakness. It's not a weakness. It's it's just an area where your natural talent is not developed. So mm. you have certain talents that's there that to help you be successful in your life, and and someone else will have a talent in another area, which. They refer to it as your weakness, but that to me is what causes your success. If you're good with details and I'm good with a big picture, we make a good team and we can collaborate. And every element of that then looks gets looked after. So these 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 balances in our lives is what's important. You know, as the Chinese call it the yin and the yang. You know that there's two sides to this coin, and that our beliefs are going to drive that, and that we need to actually stop and just take it, not judge those beliefs, not, you know, so for all the listeners, when they listen to this afterwards, go, oh, I'm riddled with limiting beliefs, <laughs> you know? No, absolutely. Just go pay attention and say, why is it there? And what can I learn from it? And mm. maybe once I, learn, I need to learn that I no longer need to use this tool, you know, is it still true for me in my life today? Um, and so these challenges and discomforts and, and issues in our past actually creates more clarity, but we need to look for the silver lining. You know, if you look at the, the every cloud is a silver lining, we get so stuck on the fa fact that there's a cloud, but we forget that the sun is everlasting behind that cloud. And that's what creates that silver lining and that it shines so bright that no matter how many clouds, the clouds will come and go, they're temporary. These difficult times are not going to be doom and gloom forever, but the eternal sun behind it will be. And that's what we need to start looking for. What is good in you and what can you build on and stop holding on to the not so great stuff because they just there as a catalyst to learn for you to get another tool in the toolbox. I absolutely love that. It's also been a, a reoccurring theme throughout um, like all my episodes that we need to magnify our strengths and we need to like put emphasis on that and just, and just understand your weaknesses, if you would call it that, yeah. but just understand mm -hmm. where you can still grow, where there's still potential, where you can still, you know, um, balance yourself out of the way. So would you say that, because it sounds like we, through all of this, we have that belief system and now you start 
through your, through your own perceptions, you start seeing the world and you start building this model, which, which is basically your lens in a way. Would you say then a simple shift in how we see the world could change our entire trajectory of our life? 100%. That's why the saying is there. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change, even if they're the exact same things. It is just a perception. Because I perceive it that way, it does not make it a fact. It just means that's how I've labeled it and it makes it real for me. And that's why people will have arguments and dis disagreements and say, but that's not what I meant, or but that's mm. how I understood. But that's, that doesn't, how, I, how I experience it is just based on how I perceive it. And that's just one version of it, you know. So um, in NLP, we call it the map is not the territory. So in other words, if, if you wanted to go um, four by fouring in Africa, but you go with a normal car, if you look at the map, it's not going to tell you you need a four by four. <laughs> You're just going to say, ah, oh, I can go there with a car because that's what the map tells me. But that does not describe the territory. So, you know, that our perception is, is merely what guides us and that will influence and that will project. So if, if you perceive people as untrustworthy, you'll, that's all you'll see in them. You'll, you won't see, recognize the, the behaviors that are trusting and that you can trust them. You'll just keep on seeing. It's like wearing a pair of sunglasses with red tinted lenses. It's, everywhere you look, you're just going to see red. It doesn't mean it's red. So that perception is going to influence your entire life. And you've got to take those glasses off and ask yourself, does this serve me? Is this real? In, in terms of where I want to go and what I want to achieve, is this going to get me? If it's not, simply take it off and try another strategy. I love that. I love that. I think we can use that in the end as like we can just like roll it back to that simple question that you can ask yourself to ask yourself, is this helping me move forward, yes or no, it's as simple as that. Now, you just mentioned that how you see the world is not, it, it's, it's up to how you see yourself, that's how you're going to see the world. And in a way, it's also not, you don't see people who they are, but you see people how you are. That, that also just rings yes. back to me, also the same thing. It applies not only to the world, but to people in it as well. And mm. I definitely have found myself that using some of these strategies and ways of viewing the world, I was able to like um, build a better relationship um, between me, myself and my wife as well. I was able to see her way. I was able to see what she likes and why she does things. And her intent was always beautiful. It was always to improve my life or improve our lives and not necessarily what I thought it was initially. So there's, there lies so much value in what we're speaking about today. But I want to bring it all back together and end with what I call the three impact questions. And it's just so people can go away and, you know, do something about what we just spoke about. Because it's, it's a short conversation, but I want people to go and take action because I believe that if you don't take action after this, it's meaningless. It just sits there. It, it's, nothing's going to happen. So I, like, I'm, I'm really forward. Like I really go forward with, with taking action after any knowledge is gained. So the three impact questions, I'll give it to you one by one. The first is just what is one small action that we can take now after this episode that we can go and do something to unleash our own potential? What is one small action that we can take? Well, the first step is always going to be focusing on what you want. If you don't know where you're going, you can't go there. So focus on what you want first and the rest will start to follow. Awesome. So start with the end in mind, basically, hey? Let's start with the end 100%. in mind. 100%. You know, you, if you can get onto a ship to go sailing, but if you don't know where you're going, you have no idea what you need to pack. It's actually, it's so funny, but it's so true, you know, and, and I don't think people think about it enough, but yes, have the end in mind. And I also love the power of vision. So second, what is one, uh, one small thing that we can stop doing that is preventing us from unleashing our own potential? 
self-criticism. When you stop speaking to yourself in a negative way, you'll affect, if you, if you are positive, if you focus on what you want and you speak to yourself in a supportive way, the way that you feel inside, you know, I like to say to people, imagine that your best friend arrived at your door and you speak to them the way that you speak to yourself when you're critical. How long do you think they're going to be your friend for? Yeah. It's a scary thought, isn't it? Eh? So if you just started becoming your best cheerleader and support, what do you think you're going to be able to create in your life? So stop self-criticizing and start giving yourself credit that you're doing the best you can with what you have and cannot be upset with yourself and blame yourself for things you didn't know any better before. If you learn it, you use it, and you make it part of your toolbox and you just continue to go forward. Awesome, awesome advice. And then what is one uh, character trait that we can embody to just start helping us to unleash more of our own potential? From a character trait point of view is to you know, operate from a state of physiology and psychology of excellence. So just try and be the best version of you that you can, but without judgment, you know. So um, just be a gentle. Be gentle and be persistent. Lovely. I'm very curious before we end, who inspires you? Oh, there's many people that inspire me. Three people um, that inspire you to like a max level or three people that has had a massive impact on your life in terms of learning or whatever it might be. Okay. So closer to home, my dad as a little girl, he was my hero. My dad inspired me. Um, he always had this amazing ability to remain so calm. And when people would turn the world upside down, he would just give it a one liner and the whole thing. I thought that was phenomenal to watch. Um, um, closer to my training, Dr. Ted and Adriana James, they, they inspire me in terms of the excellence that they represent and um, their mission and vision is to transform the planet in the world of NLP. And Dr. Ted James is the founder and creator of Timeline Therapy, which is one of the techniques I use, which is phenomenal. So they absolutely inspire me in my career. Um, and then... I like the words of Deepak Chopra, you know, someone like that in terms of adding a little bit of spirituality into that. So those are the types of people that I follow and pay attention to closely and, you know, try and keep my mind aligned to my outcomes. Awesome, awesome people. I haven't obviously met or heard about the, the first two that you mentioned, obviously your dad, and then those first two that inspired mm -hmm. you, but I'll definitely go and search them up. But Deepak, I'm, I'm well aware of, with, he speaks about being the meta-human and his view on the world is just also phenomenal. But um, Anime, where can people get hold of you if they want to learn more and perhaps get in touch in coaching? You never know what they might uh, you know, want to learn more about. Uh, but where can people get hold of you or just learn more about what we just spoke about? Okay, so I've got two websites, two businesses. The one is called True Awakenings. That's a training institute where I certify. I'm an international trainer of NLP and trauma therapy and hypnotherapy. So that's for people that want to become life coaches. They can find me on that website. For people that want to um, find out more about um, business coaching or individual coaching, Accelerated Excellence. So the, the website is ae-nlpcoaching.com. And you'll find my email address and my phone number on both those websites and they're welcome to contact me there. Brilliant. So for those listening, those links are going to be added into the show notes of the episode if you want to have a listen and go check out this amazing content that you can use to empower yourself or others in your life. Go and check it out, learn and um, engage, get in, get in touch. So anime closing question would just be in what way would you like to inspire, empower or impact the world? I just want to be the, the, the example of what people would like to see is that 
it can be done that in your small way do not underestimate that one little uh, Dutchman Macy from Benoni can have an influence on people's lives and so can no matter where you're from or what you what you think you can or can't do that one person can make a difference and that's just what I'd like to help them with is don't forget that they're important and um, just keep on doing what you're doing because you're touching lives even though you don't recognize it. So that's about it for this episode. I just want to thank you so much for being on the show. I just want to take like a few seconds and just uh, basically acknowledge you. Just say thank you for, you know, shining your lights on the world. Thank you for healing the world. Like you say in your vision, thank you for empowering people to move forward and just, you know, grab hold of themselves, start to see the world through a, a lens of possibility and through a lens of, optimization and just be able to create a life of, you know, um, fulfillment. And I just want to honor you for that and say thank you for what you are doing and oh. will do in the future. Awesome guys. As usual, that's the end of the episode. I'm going to start by saying thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening all the way through and thank you for learning and improving and growing that mindset of yours. So you can start changing your life start thriving and just start empowering yourself so you can impact others and just live a life on your own terms. I really hope that you got value out of that and I really trust that you can start just at least thinking about your belief systems. Start thinking about what modalities and strategies you are using in your own life to move you forward. Just, you know, reflect you got to go and introspect and ask yourself, what have you been doing? How have you been living? How have you been conditioned? And how are you habitually living every single day? And then from that, you can start empowering yourself and start viewing the world differently and start moving yourself forward. And as always, just remember to, to take these lessons, these advice, tips and tricks, and also just action steps by the end, you know, these from these impact questions. Take those action steps Go and apply them, put them into practice so you can start moving forward and changing your own life. Because if you do nothing, nothing's going to happen. Please just uh, share this with someone else you feel might benefit from it or just get in touch if you feel you learned something yourself and you wanted to share that with me. I would love to get in touch with you. Get in touch via Instagram. I'm there on Instagram, Exploring Possibility. I'm on Facebook at the, with the same handle. And then also info at exploringpossibility.co.za. Or just by the website contact form, which might be the easiest for you. Whatever's easiest for you and whatever floats your boat, use that, get in touch, share the message, and let's start building this community and growing ourselves into the best version of ourselves. Okay, cool guys. I'll see you in the next episode of Exploring Possibility. And remember, don't be afraid to go and explore and find the possibility. Cheers, guys.